Hello, everybody. Dr. Lonnie Stewart here from the Healthcare Education Transformation Podcast. Are you a physical therapy student about to start studying for the National Physical Therapy Examination? Or maybe you're a professor, a program director, or a clinical instructor who teaches DPT students preparing for the NPTE? Either way, we would recommend checking out our sponsor, NPTE Final Frontier, and the community they've built around preparing for and succeeding on the NPTE. That exam and the preparation that goes along with it can be long, tedious, difficult, and stress-inducing, but it doesn't have to be. NPTE Final Frontier has the tactics and resources to help address all of the usual barriers. They even have scholarships to help with NPTE study courses, FSBPT registration fees, and even research opportunities. And if that's not enough, they're even donating to the very first annual HET Podcast Scholarship to be awarded at the end of every year. Go to NPTEFF.com for all of the details and use code HET for 10% off all purchases. Links to both the NPTE Final Frontier and their scholarship options are available in the show notes. And now, let's get ready to learn. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Healthcare Education Transformation Podcast. This is a Teach Me Something Tuesday episode, and it is the third part of three in our burnout mini-series. And today's episode is all about how to deal with and navigate burnout. Uh, once you've defined what that is, once you've established that you are displaying some of the symptoms of burnout, and now goes the next step and it's how to navigate that, how to deal with it, how to use uh, techniques and tips to help burnout go away and disappear, uh, or at the very least to mitigate it. And the first tip is really just turning to other people in your life, right? You're going to want to reach out to those that are closest to you, right? Your friends, your family, um, people that uh, you've trusted, mentors, just so that you can bounce ideas off, right? You want to think about what you're going through and let other people know, and maybe they've gone through, maybe they have some advice or tips, but reach out to those closest to you and just let them know what you're going through so that they don't take it personally if you're in an off mood one day or something. You're going to want to also be more sociable with coworkers, right? You're going to be with them all day, every day. Burnout is occurring at work or class, right? Classmates. But you're going to want to make sure that you're interacting with them because a lot of times they're going through the same things that you are. And so it's important that you keep in touch with them. Try to go to social events if they're having group events or things, just to keep in touch with people that maybe can commiserate with you on the same stuff that's going on. Definitely going to want to limit your interaction with negative people, right? You want to try to block out all the negativity in your life if you can, because, you know, that becomes a source, really. It just becomes one of those things and then it soaks its way into your being and you don't want that to happen. You want to try to stay as positive as possible, right? And then the other thing you can do is just connect with your community, right? Try to get involved with some sort of group or religious group, a church, a running group, some other social group outside of the workplace that introduces you to new people, new activities, things like that. Uh, and then if you don't have a lot of that going on, then you can always find new friends, right? Try to reach out, build new relationships and expand your social network because that's really going to be helpful. The second tip is to reframe the way that you look at work. You want to try to find some value in what you're doing, right? Some purpose. A lot of times that's one of the bigger issues is that our job just doesn't serve a purpose to us. It's not meaningful to us. So it's hard to get out of that rut. And you really want to try to find a good work-life balance, or as Dr. Rebecca Griffith referred to it, a life-work balance. You want to make sure that you're putting your priorities first and making sure you're taking care of your family and your home life. And then 
returning to work as the next thing. You don't want to put work of, above and or in front of family and personal life, because a lot of times that can destroy relationships. And like we talked about in the first tip, make some friends at work. If you don't already have that group at work that you hang out with, try to meet new friends there. Try to meet people and get in with certain groups and cliques at work. Because again, sometimes those people can help commiserate with you or they can try to show you new alternatives and new ways to look at what you're doing, the job, because they're doing it too, or something similar at least. And then take time off, PTO, use that time off, use the vacation days because you do need to recharge. You need to get away from work. You need to separate and you need to make sure that you're enjoying yourself on your days off and not doing work or turning back to the thing that's making you visible and burning out in the first place. The next tip number three is really reevaluating your priorities. You want to try to set boundaries and make sure that work isn't the end-all, be-all, or that you're accessible 24-7, right? You work in the hours of whatever your job constitutes. So let's just say the average work day is nine to five, and then you shut it off and you walk away, right? You have boundaries and you're not accessible 24-7. Now, not every job is like that. Ours, especially in academia, can be a little more open and fluid. We have meetings that pop up. We have meetings with students sometimes, especially in the flex programs where we're meeting outside normal work hours, but set clear boundaries. Make sure you're taking breaks from technology, right? A lot of us work in front of screens all day, every day, and then we turn over to our cell phone and get right back on the screen again. So you want to make sure you're taking breaks from that. Make sure you're nourishing your creative side. I like to use, obviously, writing and podcasts and educating outside of work for my creative side. That's my creative outlet, but I love doing that stuff. So I would do it all day, every day anyway. Definitely think about some relaxation time, meditation. I try to incorporate a little bit of that into my miracle morning work stuff each morning when I wake up. And then get plenty of sleep. If you know you need seven to eight hours of sleep, don't try to work all day, every day put in extra hours, stay up late at night, and then think you're going to get up early and be productive again the next day. That's tough to do. And that generally will lead to increased stress and anxiety. And that affects your overall health and happiness. So don't do that. Tip number four, coming from a physical therapist, this makes a lot of sense, but make exercise a priority. I didn't do that early on in my working career and I paid for it. So now I'm having to catch back up and do the right things. But I will say that, you know, when I work out, when I go for walks, when I lift weights and do things to, to help take care of my body, I do feel better. Whether it's the release of the endorphins or the body just feeling better taking care of itself. Try to exercise 20 to 30 minutes, minimum of three times a week. Realistically, five or six would be best. And that's just like the bare minimum. Last tip is to support your mood and energy levels with a healthy diet. This one is, again, a general health tip. It's a no-brainer. When I was doing home health, I was driving around a lot, eating a lot of garbage food, not really fueling my body with food. Instead, I was just eating to sustain and grab something quick and go. And basically, it was to make sure that I stayed on schedule with my work life. That was not helpful. We know now, or I know now, that I really should have been just preparing my lunches ahead of time, right? Preparing my meals and breakfast ahead of time, really just getting rid of the sugar and the refined carbs. Those are obviously bad for you. Really reducing the intake of foods that can really adversely affect your mood. Caffeine's not great for you. Unhealthy fats and foods with chemical preservatives all affect your mood in a negative way and your hormones. So try to stay away from that stuff. Eat more omega-3 fatty acids to give your mood a boost. And we know things like salmon and herring, herring and mackerel, anchovy, stuff like that. The fish all have a lot of omega-3 fatty acids. I don't like a lot of those, so I usually just take a daily pill for that, a supplement. And then you're going to want to try to avoid nicotine if you can, because 
There's pros and cons to nicotine and alertness, but at the same time, nicotine generally comes with the cigarettes and a lot of the chemicals that are involved in cigarettes, although they may seem calming, they're actually a stimulant and they generally lead to higher levels of anxiety. Not great for you. And then last but not least, drinking alcohol in moderation. While again, alcohol temporarily may reduce your worry. In the long run, it'll just cause more anxiety when it wears off. So these are just a lot of general health tips that we know, but everything that we can do to maximize and optimize our life at work will help you with dealing with and navigating burnout. So try to, you know, hit as many of those tips as you can and really try to become a better version of yourself, a healthier uh, more well-rested, more social individual, all of those add up to somebody who's going to be able to fight and navigate through something like burnout at their job and in their career. So hope those tips were helpful. You can definitely do a deeper dive on this. We've got some more fun and exciting things on burnout coming throughout the year. So we look forward to helping you with that. I hope this was helpful and we will see you on the next episode. Well, I hope that episode was entertaining as much as it was informational and educational. If you enjoyed this episode or any of our past episodes, we ask you to please subscribe to the podcast and leave us a rating and review. And please share out the episodes to those who you feel may be able to benefit from them. We also urge you to follow us on all social media platforms at HET Podcast and let us know what topics or experts you would like to hear from in future episodes. And just as a reminder, none of the information on today's show should be considered medical advice. It's simply infotainment or edutainment to help educate our audience. For medical advice, we always advise you to reach out to your preferred medical professionals, and we'll see you on the next show.